Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Ingles falls to the ground while dribbling. Able to get it off to O'Neal. Top to Conley. Deep three. Got it. Two on the shot clock. Mike Conley's first field goal of the night. One. Amazing. Amazing as always. Um, a special place to play you know, in front of a great fan base like this. And I'm just excited to, to be out there, honestly. You know, two days ago, I didn't know when I was going to play again. So to, to get, a, get some minutes out there with those guys and, and in front of the fans is, is awesome. Mike Conley, after the Jazz get the win over Sacramento Saturday night, they scored on their first 10 possessions, and PK, the Kings never really recovered. No, they didn't, and I'm not looking back. I'm looking forward, man. We got Indiana coming in tonight, and this between now and the All-Star break, you're going to learn a lot more about this team. The great thing about it is the apologists, if they lose, they can't make excuses. I can't hear, well, yeah, this and that, the refs, this, whatever. Nope. You got an opportunity to prove to us just how good you are. I believe you're really good, so I think you'll get the job done. But between now and the middle of February, I'm as excited as I could possibly be, recognizing that it's in the middle of winter, and obviously games of much more importance are to come down the line. But for what we have now, after what we've had, which has been very impressive, now you get some real tests. Indiana's a really good ball club starting tonight. And then you got the Western contenders down the line here in the next couple weeks also. It's not the playoffs, but it's the next best thing. It ought to give us a hint as to what's going to happen and how much of this uh, 10-game win streak and 14 out of 15 was the real deal. We'll see with the Pacers coming in tonight. They're not the best road team in the world. That win over uh, Denver, and we'll get to that. 11-10 and 10 on the road, but whatever. Bring them on, and let's see what happens. It's tonight, 7 o'clock, pregame at 6. And, of course, the big news from the weekend, Royce O'Neal is probably going to join us somewhere around 8.30. Four years, $36 million. You know, that's the plan. That's the goal. Go to Europe, get better, come back to the U.S., find a team, have it work out. But there are a lot of guys chasing that. Not everyone makes it happen. And he's living the dream. He got it done. Yeah, now I, one of the things I want to ask him, yeah, okay, you are living the dream, but how, ma- how much do you need to make sure – that it's not about the dream because the dream has been accomplished and so with that in mind you still have to have that attitude that it hasn't been accomplished because you've literally been all over the place you played in two colleges you you were a member of the whack not the whack the majerus whack the whack of denver and missouri kansas city and chicago state and these teams i don't even know who are in there i don't know missouri kansas city's in there i just made that up but it's not a University of Texas Rio Grande Valley high profile conference now. Put some respect on the Vaquero's name. You have been around the block, but you still have to keep that attitude that you haven't achieved anything. You've been in the whack. Grand Canyon's in the whack. You get your teaching certificate there. All right, well, we'll talk with Royce coming up. the whack when I was there. Yeah, we'll talk with Royce coming up about 8.30. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Pacers are going back-to-back tonight. They beat the Denver Nuggets 115-107. And law of averages, PK, they had a couple guys who had massive games as they won in Denver for the first time in 13 years. Huge games. Sabonis had a triple-double, and Doug McDermott came off the bench and hit 6 of 7 
from behind the three-point line. Ended up scoring 24 points. Huge game. Would not expect him to do that again. Well, McDermott, no. He's a jump shooter, obviously. That's what he's been even when he's back at Creighton. Uh, Sabonis, I think, is an emerging player, certainly. Uh, He's a big man, and he has been developing as he's gotten more time. So he doesn't really surprise me that he does that against uh, Denver. Now, Denver's without two starters in Millsap and Murray, so they're battling some injury issues themselves. But Sabonis is an excellent player, and Indiana's a real good team. So I'm not going to say, well, this is back-to-back, so the Jazz win doesn't count as much. I mean, you you can't keep rolling up victories and have them not really count as much. At the same time, if they lose, well, man, you should have beat these guys too because you It was (laughs) back-to-back. So you are all that, and uh, you want to be all that. you got to win these games. This is a great test. Spurs are scrapping for that last playoff berth in the West. They're a game and a half behind the Pelicans. They beat the Miami Heat, who the Jazz are going to see before the All-Star break. They're on that list of uh, eight good teams the Jazz are going to match up with. They beat them 107-102. Martin Luther King Day, the NBA, always has games all day, all night. The big game on TNT today, the Lakers and Celtics at 5.30. We were talking in the offseason about they had to get the stars on earlier before the East Coast went to bed, and there's a lot of stars on the West Coast. So they moved this Laker game up. 5.30 today, Lakers and Celtics. Where is it at? I thought it was in L.A. Is it in Boston? I think it's in Boston. Yeah, well, then never mind. It's just the normal thing. Plug it in. Because for years, the Lakers would play a 12.30 MLK day. Because for years, I went to it. It was the one game I would go as a fan. My wife, the school teacher, we would be off. She would be off. I would work in the evening. So we would go to that game. And it was uh, fun. They always played it right in the middle of the afternoon down at the Forum. New Orleans is at Memphis at 3 on TNT. The Lakers and Celtics are at 5.30. The Warriors and the Blazers at 8 o'clock at your TNT triple header. And of course, you got the Jazz game on top of that. As always, there's a uh, lot of games today, full schedule. The Blazers slashing that luxury tax bill, making a trade with the Sacramento Kings. Kent Bazemore, Anthony Tolliver, a couple second-round picks. For Caleb Swanigan, Trevor Gabriel, Wenyan Gabriel, did you just kind of shake it, just kind of shrug your shoulders at that? It's Trevor Ariza. But, uh, yes. Or the Gabriel brothers. <laughs> Trevor Ariza, who was with the Lakers a long time ago. He's had a long career. <laughs> Wizards and Rockets. Well, they, that's, they do call him T-Gabe. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. There is the buzzer, and that will do it. The Bulldogs remain undefeated in West Coast Conference play 6-0 with a resounding 92-69 victory over visiting BYU. The Cougars lose to number one Gonzaga. The warm-ups, the only child's getting out there. I guess he's getting close, PK. Dressed for the game, close to playing. Dressed for the game, warming up, and then sat on the bench. I'm not so sure about that. So he just needed something to do? I don't know what he was doing there, but I don't think he was ever going to play. Utah State had an 18-point lead with four minutes and ten seconds to go and blew it. Lost in overtime. A slew of mistakes down the stretch. Turnovers, fouling three-point players, and Broncos, their credit, did get hot and hit a lot of clutch shots. But they made a mess at the end of that game. The Aggies, that's three straight road losses. 
Yeah, yeah they pretty much played their way out of an uh, uh, large bid. At large bid. Yep. Yeah. They have to win the tournament. Right now, I'd say they're not going to make the tournament, which would be a massive disappointment. He's obviously San Jose State, like 19, 20, and 0, something like that. So, I mean, you could beat him in a one game basis, but it doesn't look like it right now. We'll see what happens in a few weeks when we get down to Vegas. And your Arizona State Sun Devils, 83-64, routing the Utes, who have now lost five of their last six games. Yeah, that Kentucky win, man. That was, that was not a sign of things to come. That was like the last hurrah. We beat Kentucky. We're 9-2. I told you to back off on that. Thing. We're going to lose five of the next six. I get most of them are blowouts, too. But as I go look forward... There's real no, really no team in the Pacific uh, 12 Conference that I just say, wow, man, they're just tough to beat. There's a bunch of teams between two and four, three and four, uh, two and three. So it is uh, much like football, a bunch of teams clumped together. Maybe, maybe a team that can emerge. I mean, obviously a team will win it, whether it's Arizona, Oregon, some sort of uh, disappointing loss. So Stanford. I'm not sure who's really, really good. So that bodes well for the Utes, but if you keep getting smoked, it doesn't. And you think Kostobiak is gone after this year. This will be four straight years without an NCAA tournament. They're sitting dead last in the Pac-12. I know. You think he's going to be fired. I thought he was going to be fired last year, though. So, Well, that's not true. You're arguing with yourself. I am. <laughs> I would nor- normally, if you told me the Utes had a coach who missed the tournament three years in a row, I would say he got fired. Four years in a row? Yeah, I would expect that. I don't think so, but I could very well be wrong. Another year? Why would he get another year? If Harlan ends up being the guy at UCLA, the change in administration, no one to make the decision? Or just they they like the young guys, and I, I can barely bring myself to say they like the direction of the program. And that's the kind of stuff that gets said, though, to give a coach another year. Uh, any number of reasons, but it's got to change. I mean, they've got to start winning games, or at least not getting blown out, or I'm going to be dead wrong. Washington schools are coming to town. Washington, one of those two and four teams you were talking about, lost to Oregon, and uh, Pritchard just hit a couple of massive threes in that game. 30, 33 foot or something like that. That was a long shot and he drained it. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Mahomes moving to his left laterally, chased, holding it, and gets out of bounds and up the sideline. He's not out of bounds yet. He's at the 10, inside the 10. He dives to the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. A remarkable acrobatic scramble on a 27-yard run. Maybe the best play yet of Patrick Mahomes' incredible young career. You check it, a true eye. They're going to run it again. Wide stretch run to Mostert. Gets the edge left, cuts back inside. Raheem Mostert has four rushing touchdowns and the most yards rushing in a playoff game in 49er history. Oh, by the way, touchdown San Francisco! Feels great, baby! Niners and Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Neither game particularly dramatic at the end. Both of them were pretty much put away third quarter, and I think even with the Niners, second quarter. Green Bay digging a hole and then 
couple of turnovers to turn 17-0 into 27-0 at the half. And on that play you heard there on the Mahomes run, that was a great run by Mahomes. But PK, that tackling was terrible. He's a quarterback, and you got guys whiffing inside the five-yard line. Yeah, they did. Uh, I think that uh, Mahomes is known for his throwing. He can move a little bit, but that was a fun run. Uh, so it probably would have scored even if they had tackled him earlier in the possession and uh, the run anyway. I mean, who knows? But it looks like these, you know, two contrasting styles. You got Santa Clara that just loves to run the ball. Oh, they're Santa Clara now. I like yeah. it. I mean, this is this is a throwback. SC, right? baby. I mean, 1975 is, is walking through that door. <laughs> this is Bob Greasy's thing. And, yeah, this is what I love, man. Eight I mean, passing attempts. Back in you should days, throw the ball at least twice per quarter. When they didn't oh, I mean the most. They didn't throw <laughs> the ball that much. And uh, so you got that going. And we have, we have a fair amount of uh, Niner fans in this area for the Steve Young hangover, don't we? Yes. So I'm There's wondering how many... Uh, one of them through the glass here. Going forward, uh, we're yes, going to have uh, sons named Raheem. Looking forward to that. You know? Raheem? Yeah. I'll run by the missus. Yeah. yeah. Get yourself some separation. That'll, that'll do it. Raheem Hatch. Yeah, Utah County Raheem's running around there. They need more Raheem's. They had more Raheem's. Raheem. The team would be better, I'm <laughs> telling you right now. That's just a fact. And then you got Mahomes. You know, I think Mahomes has an opportunity, if he plays big time, to just announce himself, I am the best in the league. Ah, the, the crown has been passed. Not that it's passing. Here comes the young generation, which is what it was last year when he's yeah. battling with Brady in overtime. Yeah, if I think if he is the MVP and he plays big time and is making these incredible throws that he has certainly the capability of doing, yes, I think he will announce to the world, I am the best quarterback in the NFL. And I'm not sure you can argue that. Brady's possibly looking for a new team. Roethlisberger's trying to get healthy. Those guys are done. With one Super Bowl. They're all old now. I mean, it happens. And in 10 years and 15 years, it's going to happen to Mahomes. And there's some guy who's in the second grade who's going to be all that down the line. That's just natural. But, yeah. Who would be be the argument with those guys? Russell Wilson? Jackson. Jackson's 0-2 in the playoffs. So if he's sitting on a uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, he has to play big time. If he plays big time, then if you had one pick in the entire NFL draft, or you could just take anybody, who would it be? Well, I think at, uh, what, 23, 24, whatever Patrick is. It's 24. If he goes out there and plays like he's capable of, then it would the answer would be him. Well, we saw the uh, seven touchdowns against the Texans. Now he's backed it up with 347 total yards, his rushing, passing combined. Yeah. And the four touchdowns. So if he does it again, what's left? And how about this, man? A Latter-day Saint can win as the Super Bowl coach? The first time ever, right? Andy Reid, back to the big game for the first time in... 15 years. 15? He's 05. The football walrus can win the, the first Latter-day walrus. Saint. Not the first BYU guy, obviously, Belichick. Or, uh, Billick. Billick, yeah. Uh, so... Has this opportunity, and it'd be nice for him because he's you know, suffered severe personal losses and has been around and been a grinder, and obviously he's really good because he's won in both places, won at the highest level that you could possibly win. It's been close a lot of times. This is uh, what this was his seventh conference championship yeah. game and Correct. his second Super Bowl. He's a brilliant coach. Kyle Whittingham's son's on the staff. Kyle's going to all the games. He was there again yesterday. 
Chiefs a one and a half point favorite. Open as a pick went to a point and then to a point and a half. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. That was an upset, to be honest. Even thought it wasn't true. You know, we all know that some people made that up. And like I said, ML, the best thing that happened to me was that MLB investigate that and, you know, they didn't find something. But at the same time, you know, you can't control everything. You control what you can, can control. It. That's Jose Altuve denying wearing an electronic device. See, it's your hands. Who believes that? Nobody I know of. But that's what he's going with. We were talking about this last week. They had to do some interviews, so this didn't take over. This story didn't take over spring training. It will, though. <laughs> that interview is not going to slow it down. No. Because Bregman's interview was a lot testier. Yeah, he was. Uh, and no, it's, it's not. Because, I mean, they're going to have a new manager. They're going to have a new general manager. This is They do this stuff uh, where they have uh, fan get-togethers here this time of year because we're just under four weeks away. Rally the, the, the sponsors yeah. and the season I mean, ticket they, holders. They do it every, every place. Yeah. And then they get together, and I used to do some Dodger stuff back when I lived in Los Angeles, and this is obviously the time of year you do it because they're getting ready to, uh, well, back in that day, they used to go to Florida, but now they go to Arizona, and they'll be camped out there for six weeks. So this is the time. But, no, this is going to be a predominance, particularly when you get everybody together and they're all available. So, and I don't, I have any idea. I know they've been, the Astros have interviewed veterans, Buck Showalter, Dusty Baker. Some of those guys have been managers at multiple places over the years. They're older guys, and obviously they know baseball. So they're going to answer to that. Have they, they haven't named a Boston manager yet or a Mets manager yet, to my knowledge, right? Nothing to know of, nope. So that, all that stuff, no. So this, this actually is just beginning as far as the stuff that is going to be drawing attention. And then when the players get there, and I'd imagine some players are going to be hot. I mean, who doesn't want to hear what Kershaw has to say? Absolutely. Yeah. He's sitting over there with a reputation in tatters when he was pitching at Dodger Stadium, and he was sensational against the Astros, and then he goes over there to Houston, and he gets lit up. Well, uh, what the heck? So is he going to – is it the code – well, we'll let baseball investigate and let them have the word. Now, just kind of push it off to the side, or he just comes out swinging and just lights him up, which is what I personally would prefer, but it seems to rarely happen. Uh, I would think he would have some choice comments. He doesn't have to necessarily light him up, but he can be critical while still being respectful of your peers, but at the same time, if they're blatantly cheating in what is regarded as completely and totally over the top, well, then they may be held accountable for it. Well, the players aren't being held accountable. Well, not yet. You think they're going to be? Well, they're going to be suspensions coming. I don't know about that, but I do think that the baseball has a way of policing itself. So they're going to be held accountable because pitchers are going to throw at them. There's any number of things, man. If you're looking for specific answers, I'm probably not going to be able to give you them right now. But you'll have. But to when see we look his, back in a year or yeah. two, we'll say, "Well, that happened." Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. That's what's trending. It is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, is coming up at eight, 8 o'clock. Royce O'Neal. We're expecting him at about eight thirty. Coming up next, 
What do you expect out of the Jazz? Questions up at Facebook. People have been weighing in on it. The schedule's getting more difficult. The winning has been spectacular. Where does it go from here? We will get to that next. Stay with us.